preacher's son And when his daddy would visit, he'd come along When they gather around and started talking Pastor Billy would take me a-walking Happy Sunday to you. Happy Sunday to you. <laughs> um, I have a lot of chocolate prepared for the podcast today. I've already had three pieces, but I have extra because I have a feeling I'm going to need it. Yeah, I have a feeling that I may need a little something on this one too. Um, we've had people comment on your chocolate eating uh-huh. in a good way, and I like it. Okay. That they always want to know why Jenna's eating chocolate. It's her little treat. He started it. I st- <laughs> he start- she started it. <laughs> um, first of all, you were right about your trying to correct me on the microphone thing last time. I have no idea how to hold a microphone. I, I, it was the most awkward. I, I was like this, and then I once know. I realized That's why I, I kept was pushing you down. It was horrible. You can't see my face in the I last. I know you were like this. I know, and now I'm. I feel so self conscious of it. I'm like, I, I don't quite know <laughs> how you do it now. I feel like. That's not going to help your all forehead. I feel goals. like <laughs> I'm basically just one forehead. I feel like I, I, I tweeted. I feel like a cat with chopsticks. Like I can't quite get the. I, everything feels. I think I have it now. This is it. That's it. Okay, good. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Um. So, we were. Jen had a a really interesting idea of something to talk about. That was <laughs> that. That ended up with me somehow on the phone with my mom this morning. And very quickly, the conversation escalated to an incredibly awkward subject with my mom and I. And and then I had to like pick myself up by the bootstraps and get into podcast mode. But I think the impetus of what Jenna was getting at may have been may have been interesting. I don't know, but you put me on the phone with my fucking mom. I love my mom, by the way. My mom and I are very close. Um, I was raised by just my mom. I'm, I'm, I'm. He's a son of a lesbian. My, my mom is gay and I was raised, my mom, I was raised, I'm getting, having, having a hard time talking. I don't know how to hold the microphone either. You want me to hold it for you? Yeah. Um, my, <laughs> that's not awkward at all. My, my Here, mom. Here, just hold, let your elbow rest comfortably. <laughs> how do you, I don't understand. Where do you rest it? Next to your body. Like that? You yeah, just go like just that? Like, hang and talk, yo, and like you ju- this. You just go like that? Rest it into the chair. That's, that's how it goes? Yeah. Just like that? Like, do you let your elbow... What do you do so with your elbow? So you're such a control freak, you won't even let the chair hold your elbow for you. <laughs> can't. Like that? that anyway. It? Okay. So um, my mom is gay. I was raised by my mom, who's gay. And so I grew up in a very sort of... In uh, the 60s and 70s. I didn't grow up in the 60s. 70s. You were sweetheart. born in the 60s. I was born in 69. Okay. Don't make me born in the 60s. All right. You had six months of living in the 60s. I didn't then even, you were raised in the 70s. Yes, I was raised in the 70s. All I right, had yeah, six months. You're 32 in, years old. I'm 32 years old. Um, but I was, I was raised by my mom. My dad was not present when I grew up, although I'm really close with my father now. And he I became, was present for a second. Well, yeah, he, he was basically... He made you. My father talked... Uh, my my young lesbian mother into sex. <laughs> my father can talk anyone into sex, and and he has many times since that since that period of time. We'll have him on the podcast. My father is still talking, um, uh, still doing amazing things by talking. Am- okay, so, um, so I grew up with my mom, <laughs> the son of a lesbian, and but I kind of grew up with old school sensibilities of. My mom is old school lesbian. Like she's not politically correct lesbian. Like. She's not modern day chic femme lesbian. Right. She's 
OG. What's she's, that symbol? She's West Said. She's OG <laughs> lesbian. She's West Said. But having nothing to do with being a lesbian, she is a hippie. Hippie. Artist. Artist. Hollywood original. Yeah. Uh, and and an artist artist like an iconoclastic drummer, yeah you know so she's she having nothing to do with what she does with her vagina she or other people's vaginas for that matter yeah that has nothing to do with it or your dad's penis as it were that last I pro- that, that was probably night. a 10 minute moment where my mom was not a lesbian because my father has that, has that ability <laughs> <laughs> she is a very distinct personality she's amazing and she's hilarious and edgy and sarcastic she has one of the best biting senses sense of humors that yeah and per her own confess not confession but statement she is a contrarian yeah anything if everyone's going left she's gonna go to the right just because everyone's going to the left so i I don't know anyone else like that (laughs) so so i had a very interesting childhood because in hollywood in the 70s it we where we grew up it was a it had be the hippies were ending and it was a predominantly African-American and Hispanic neighborhood. Um, and we were like the only kind of white people in the neighborhood. And there was me and my, my mom. For the locals in L.A. who know L.A., he was raised like one street away from the Cinerama Dome and, and Amoeba Records. Uh, yeah, it was, and, and, that, and now Los Angeles, for a lot of people that don't know, Los Angeles has become one big giant coffee hipster stand with just people walking around talking about uh, improv shows that they're going to. But in the 70s, it was, a, it was not a cool scene. It was a much kind of rowdier scene. I mean, it wasn't like, wasn't like Afghanistan, but it was, it, was, <laughs> it was rowdy. There was packs of hippies and lesbians and cholos and <laughs> gangs roaming around. So, but my mom is old school. Like, all of my mom's friends were gay growing up. So like, I didn't know any straight adults except for some of my friends' adults. But all of the scene that I grew up in was gay artists. And it was a very unpolitically correct scene. It was artists and... And it was a wild scene. And what it did is it gave me kind of a viewpoint on life that I lost all judgment on anything and became very embraceive to everything and found love in everything. But I also see absurdities and humor in everything because everything was off the table. Like the way in my neighborhood, the way black people talk to each other and the way the gay people talk to each other, it was, it was irreverent. There's a lot of irreverence. There was nothing, there was no fucking coddling. And I have to watch myself now because my environment that I grew up in and my sensibilities and my humor is pretty raunchy and crass. And I have to make sure I don't use any terms that have a, a negative meaning on them now because a lot of terms change, right? So as a boy, f***s and d***s was what, was what the gay community called each other. And now those terms can be very derogative, uh, derogatory, but, but not to my mom, who's gay. Because <laughs> she's old school gay. Is that right? She's old school gay. I guess there's older school gay. You could be like 1950s gay. That's even <laughs> that's even older school gay. I'm sure that there's, well, there's caveman gay there's and caveman. 1920s, the roaring 20s gay. Well, but here's my thing that it's I think. It's just how you dress and what kind of jargon you speak while being gay. But here's my, here's, my, here's my viewpoint of it is I realize that I think I'm a lesbian. You are a lesbian. I know. I'm a lesbian. Because first of all, I like women a lot, mm-hmm. and my mom, I'm, my mom and I, when I was becoming a teenager, would you know we would comment together on hot chicks, and uh, I actually had to have a coming in party where I told my mom I was straight, and it was a there was a lot of weeping and tears, and it was a really big deal. I had to like tell her that I'm attracted to females, 
And uh, it, was a, it was a heartbreaking moment for my mom, but she got over it and mm-hmm. accepts me for what I am. Mm-hmm. She accepts me mm-hmm. that I love, because now we actually have a common bond, which is pussy. Right. My mom and I have a common bond. That's good. You have a lot in common with your mom. I have a lot in common with my mom. You both love me. I you lo- both flirt with me. My mom flirts with Jenna so much. But not in a it's not inappropriate. It's no, just a, it's fun. Well, first of all, who wouldn't flirt with Jenna? We're all lesbians when it comes to Jenna, right? <laughs> Jenna can make anyone a lesbian because she's fucking hot. And she's charming just and she's my keep- hotness. Keep going. So so I realize I think, first of all, there is the thing about society where or or being raised that inevitable fucking tunnel vision point in all of our lives where we realize we're inexorably drawn to become our parents. Right. I, which is the, it's so as I get older, I'm just becoming an old lesbian. <laughs> just becoming an old lesbian. Like I can see the flat, my mom is a flat top. She's had a butch haircut since she was, since she was a, a young She's lady herself. She's about eight. <laughs> and I think I'm going to end up literally like looking like an old lesbian if the, way, the way this is headed. That's okay. Your mom's awfully cute. <laughs> my mom is cute. My mom's fucking amazing. And I'm really, I'm very close with my mom. Okay. So. <laughs> Can I just state some similarities? You, you will whether I want you to. Or not. Oh, yes. You will whether I want you to or not. And this no, was. These are like the stupid similarities. These aren't <laughs> the deep similarities. You can go to the deep ones too. I don't care. But we're, Bodhi has. A very big disorder when it comes to. I car thought windows. you were going to say big dick. I was like, that's an amazing thing to say. Thank you. But it's not. It's a disorder. Shit. When it comes to car windows, <laughs> when he's driving, it could be 35 degrees outside. That car window is down. Yeah. Yeah, like fresh air. It's 100 degrees out. Air is air. What's, the window is down. What's the purpose of changing air? Air is the way... Well, there's temperature. Air so. is the way the higher, the higher power is made it. Why alter it? It's fine the way it is. Why heat it up or cool it down? It's perfect. Air is air. And guess who else has that exact same disorder? My mom. That's my point. She always comes over and opens up all the doors and windows and has to have the windows down in the car. First thing you do, you wake up in the morning, you come over, you open that door. I do, don't I? I come over and open the door. One time, <laughs> One he time. left the car, but he leaves the car windows open at night. He doesn't come home and then roll the window up. He just leaves them open because there always has to be fresh hair in the car, even if he's not in it. And it was my brand new SUV. Brand and new. And it was, brand a, new, it was and a luxury not, SUV. It was a luxury one. And he left the car. I've had it. I had it for six days. So uh, we're, uh, we have our friend Tobin helping us today who has the camera that goes 13 seconds and then you have to reset it. Okay. So, so we were saying. glitch in the system. What well, I was saying We're going to have it every 45 seconds. Um, so the car windows have to be down even if he's not in it overnight. So I had a luxury SUV for six days. I don't remember how much I said before there was the glitch in the matrix. He didn't want you to go back to the beginning of the story. He wanted you. You're the son of a lesbian. (laughs) Um, so, and it was pouring all night long. He left my car windows down after driving it. All four of them. Flooded my car. No, there's more. And totaled it. It got totaled. And after six days of owning a Mercedes-Benz SUV. Here's what happened is it was the only, see, in, in Los Angeles, where I grew up, back in the, back in the 60s, <laughs> it didn't rain a lot here in Los Angeles. Like, it never rained. That's how I think of Los Angeles. And there was this, in, so I had driven your fancy new car. I was so excited about it. It was so pretty and leather interior and it was all decked out. And I took it for a drive. She'd owned it for a couple days. I took it for a drive. 
and then I pull in the driveway, and then that night, like, a torrential rain started. And then it was, like, the worst rain L.A. had had in many, many, many decades. And I actually had a thing where no one drove the car for three days. It rained for three days. No one drove her car. I think we were working out of the house. I may have run a few errands in my car. No one had driven the car. When the rains had cleared three or four days later, her car... You could have planted a new garden in my car. The insurance company totaled it. Totaled. It it counted as a totaling. Like now, it's totaled. I totaled her car. Ask Brand him, new. Ask him what he did to fix it. Ask him what he did about it. Who's gonna ask me? I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. What I don't remember. What did I do? Nothing. What do you mean? Nothing. Really? Did my insurance go up? Yeah, but I paid the difference. No, you did not. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I think I did. See. Keep, keep that long finger away from me. <laughs> that fucking long finger. I think that I may have paid the difference. Okay, well, here's one for you, smartass. Um, You're the son of a lesbian. Yes, we know that now. We, we don't have to go back to the very beginning. Um, well, what about when I realized that I had been paying exorbitant rates on my motorcycle because our business manager decided that a celebrity should be extra insured? You don't ride the motorcycle, had never driven the motorcycle, don't have a motorcycle license, and I had this incredible umbrella of insurance policy worth thousands of dollars, more than the cost of my motorcycle. You're married to me. That I, because I was your husband, and no one ever thought to, no matter how many times I asked, uh, my insurance for my motorcycle seems awfully high. Like, this isn't a, a Ferrari, right? It's an inexpensive Triumph Bonville T100. Why am I paying this? And, and my, the business manager's like, that's as low as we can get it. When you're married to Jenna. <laughs> so it all comes out in the wash, Mrs. Elfman. It all comes out in the wash. I didn't do anything wrong to create that. <laughs> um, so so I want to, I, I, anyway, getting back to the similarities. So we're driving and his mom's in the car and she's <laughs> like, it's hot out and she's got the window down. And so does he. Yeah. And me and the kids are like, <sighs> what are some other? We're getting ones? car sick. We're nauseous. What are some other ones? What are some other similarities between me? Very and Very quick-witted tongue. Yeah, my mom has got a, an amazing sense of humor. She'll, she'll fucking chop that shit off so fast. She'll, she'll take you down very quick. Yeah. What else? Those are the two I'm willing. To my mom has a has a rebellious nature, where oh yeah, no ru- rules. Yeah. Rules. The definition of rules means. Anarchy. My mom is an anarchist. Anarchy. My mom is an. My is mom a wants synonym for rules to Bodhi and his. Mom. My mom wants to watch the world burn. She has a kind heart, but she wants to watch the world burn. She does. She wants to watch the world burn. There's something in her where if it all went up in flames, she'd be like, "I fucking told you." She sounded. Yeah, and she'd be. You know what she would do though? What? And this is what I love about her. She'll. She would admire it. She'd be like. She would admire the, the flames. Color of those flames. <laughs> That's the you world know, I really burning. feel his pain. Yeah, like she would, she'd dig on, she'd see it through an aesthetic okay. artist lens. Here's because we, I think we all have things where we become. Look, there is God in all of us. Yes, I firmly believe that there is, and it's not God up above, unless it's God up above for you. But to me, it's like there is the uh, droplet of God in everybody. And I, I firmly and strongly believe that. Even shitty-ass fucking asshole people. Do you remember how you told Wait, yourself I'm you wouldn't? I'm not done. Okay. But 
There is shit tons of fucked up bullshit surrounding that droplet of God. And that is the world we have. And every single person is full of shit. I don't care who you are. <laughs> it's true. It's just a matter of how hard are you working to get through the bullshit to make your life and the world around you better. But you're full of shit nonetheless. We are, we are all full of shit in one way or another. With a droplet of God. Yeah. And that's my philosophy. Can I tell you so, how... With that being said... Can I tell you how awesome that philosophy is? Okay, Lenny Bruce said, life is a huge pile of shit with a little piece of art in it. And if you take away that little piece of art, all you got is a big pile of shit. That's fucking Lenny Bruce. Yeah, but if you take away the shit, you have like a piece of art that can grow and grow and grow. I think Lenny Bruce missed that point. We should take away the shit and leave the art there and not worry about taking the art away. Or Yeah, anyway. So... So, we got this thing down. So what was I saying? Oh, I was saying, so my mom is a, she's a rebel, right? So she has a kind of a, a, a rebellious nature to her. I don't think that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, oh, she, maybe that was that she hates rules. Yeah, I was saying rules is, is, is a synonym yeah. for anarchy to your mom. So if anything, and to you, <laughs> if anything remotely in oh any my form God. resembles traditional Jenna, or common. Jenna Elfman, you have a thing in you where if it's possibly a violation of some civil code, municipal, district, regional variance, you, you will shut the whole fucking project down. You will fucking shut. You will be like, I think there's some municipal <laughs> variant that you can't park in this car, if if the sirens of the assemblymen are red, and I'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you're like, we're leaving. We're not going to stay. And now my fucking eight-year-old son is the same thing. I'll be like, let's go up those stairs at the party. He's like, can you go up those stairs? Yeah. How do you know? Well, I know. You ask someone, he'll say. You ask someone. You know that this is allowed. I'm like, no, I maybe I can't go through that fence to go in that area, but just let's just go. And he's like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're the same fucking way. You always will ship. What was the thing you and I got into? We were recently? walking the dog and you didn't want to have the dog on a leash. And I was saying the dog needs to be on a leash. And you're like, fuck the dog on a it's fucking leash. It's not a public park. It wasn't a beach where the mores of, yes, you should put your. There's a law that says your dog has to be on a leash. That's there's some saying. law that some and he fucking. Said, fine, if the fucking cop wants to write me a ticket. Because my want... dog does some shit. My little Bichon fucking. I don't want my dog there. on a leash. I take my dog every day for a walk and he doesn't go on a leash. He's obedient. He stays right by me. He doesn't run in the street. When other dogs come, he's he's really good. And I'm not gonna. And now my son's like, he has to be on a leash because some municipal variant that my wife has installed in him. And the, w did we get into something in Hawaii about this too? I feel like there was some point. I don't know. I feel like I'm remember. always arguing with you about regional and municipal civil codes. <laughs> Look, you're I... such a good girl. You come from a really different family than I come from. Really I come from a rebel lesbian mom who hates all rules and boundaries, and that has its own beauty. And you come from a very traditional, beautiful, loving, domestic kind of Rockwell-type mom and dad of a much uh, older generation than my mom. Yeah, you my were, parents are 80, and your uh, mom's 60. Yeah, my mom, my mom was 19 when I was conceived. Mine was 35 and had me at 36. So... The gauge difference. And that's why I love your parents so much because they're not anything like how I grew up and I love them. And that's why you get along with my mom. Right, because she's so nothing well. the way I was raised. Right. Like, 
We always are going to, uh, it doesn't matter. You can be raised so perfectly. Whoever raised you is going to annoy the fuck out of you <laughs> just because they raised you. God, how do I, how do I not be to my kids what my mom, see, my mom is a great grandmother. She was cuckoo as a mom, which I, I think I've told you. She I was, think she admits parts of that. She admit, And I also admit is that I was, that I was very high maintenance. Actually. You don't say. That's not even the right term. I was beyond high maintenance. I mean, I was I nuts. I think you were a big fucking colossal pain in the ass i was a colossal I can't imagine trying to raise you i was a I colossal pain suicide. in the ass no i mean there was when my you father an adult to be around you when my <laughs> like 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 i i it, you as a kid like i wouldn't have been able to that didn't actually make sense what i said you have to be an adult to be around you no, but i mean you, you, do. Have to, you have to experience you as an adult because i don't yeah. think you as a kid was very right fun. no my my when my father got involved with me it was because i was in a lot of trouble <laughs> in a lot of different parts of municipal codes and whatnot <laughs> <laughs> and i remember the word military school used about 700 times between my mom and my dad you got kicked out of like almost every school you went to i got thrown out of schools for for public disorder <laughs> rules are there for a reason by the way like it, it, there's a thing called a community yes i know you and other people you and, and my simply to keep harmony eight-year-old son remind me about and then how about our five-year-old that's just like me no rules no rules no, nothing applies to nobody. Absolutely do whatever you want. Oh, literally go into the, our, our food and eat whatever he wants. Have as many, have sugar for dinner. And when you tell him to stop, he looks at you like you're crazy. Take a bat and mock someone in the head. He's not mean, but he just, no, he's the sweetest, he's the sweetest, but it rules. Oh, fuck rules. And he looks at you and you try to inhibit him with rules. He looks at you like, are you, you like, it's, it's like you're going, ching chow, 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 ching chow, 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 ching chow, chow. Like, like he doesn't even register. Yep. And then I have my constant, <laughs> you and my older one that are <laughs> spouting off. <laughs> legislative codes. <laughs> legislative codes to me on what I'm allowed to do in my life. If See, I probably <laughs> would have got along great raised by your mom because oh. I was having my mouth washed out with ivory soap at age six because there was a bully across the street being an asshole. You told and this I story. And I called, I did? Yeah. <laughs> She likes the story. I called him a shithead, and my mom was like, drag me up the driveway and into the bathroom, like, with ivory soap. And so your mom would have been like, yeah, shithead, and like would have backed me up. I remember huge, huge arguments with my mom about how she would act in public, because I would get so embarrassed, because she was, she was like such a, she just would do her own thing. You do the same thing to and me. And now I do the same thing, where you're like. He embarrasses me in public all the time. Well, we already told how you'll, if someone is 7,000 yards away, you'll be like, there's no one within blocks. Speak up. I'm worried that I'm going to become the part of my father that can't remember that he's told the same stories 7 million You're times. You're going to become? I don't tell the same stories. I do not tell the same stories. Do I tell the same stories? Do you know that my mom is gay? <laughs> <laughs> you have like six sort of, Go-tos? Repetitive responses. My dad has six go-tos. On certain subjects. Give if me, someone brings up a certain subject. Give me an example. I, I go like, wait for it. There it is. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. Like, I know what you're going to say. Okay, like, someone brings example. up blah, blah, blah. I give don't know. I can't, I'm bad at but that. My, I if you ask me, I just go blank. Let someone say, what do you want for your birthday? And I can't think of anything. Like, or what album did you want to buy? I don't know. You're, it is true that your memory when you like once you got once you had kids your memory never recovered like you you went no those kids sucked my brain cells you, out of my nipples you're, 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 <laughs> and 
and I bled my brain cells out of my gut when they cut me open to take them out, and they sucked the brain cells out of my nipples breastfeeding. You have and nip- they don't go back in. Here's here's the things about you that I love that are eccentric since you've had kids. Oh, can't wait to okay, hear good. about it. That I can think of at the top of my head. I don't have a list, but I should probably write one. So number one is you have no memory, no short-term memory at all, <laughs> like like none, almost almost like someone who's like a rat, like. Like well, like a dog, like doesn't remember that his by the time he's hungry, he doesn't remember that his tail was pinched or something like like that didn't make any sense. You get the point. You'd have no short term memory. You you look for your phone twenty five. I could save you so much time in your life by just tying your phone around your neck. Like <laughs> I would, your life would be You're turning me into like a special needs wife. <laughs> hey hey, if, if the shoes fit. So um, uh, another okay. So one eccentricity is that you have no short term memory since having kids. Another one is that you used to have a very high register laugh and you now have a very guttural laugh, which I fucking love. It's the pain of living. No, you have like a <laughs> kind of a laugh now <laughs> when you think something's really, really funny. It's more guttural. And I fucking, like, you used to have a laugh where you'd go, when it was really, really funny. <laughs> Both ends of the spectrum sound insane. <laughs> Okay. No, it's just the recounting of it back makes you sound <laughs> sound that way. <laughs> and I'm hoping I can get a laugh out of her. I think someone should go back to some of the podcasts and see if they can find like a real guttural laugh for my wife, which changed. Um, another one is, well, there's the the sexuality just changes marriage, like like kids, because the like you were my sex toy before kids, <laughs> and I loved that sex toy. It was really fun. I had like a super hot, charming, fun sex toy. And then that just, it's like, you're like, that's the, the farthest thing on the fucking list for you with all the things you have going on in your life. And I get that. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's fucking makes sense. Why would sex be at the top? But I'm a lesbian. And so I, I have like a high, aren't we all really lesbians deep down inside? Think about it. Why would anyone want to be with a man? Why would anyone want to be, why would you want to have, have no sex with me? I have no interest in eating a girl. I think women are beautiful. I love my friends. I've said it before. I have no interest. I've in said it before. All anywhere. women are None. are a martini and a great conversation away <laughs> from having an accidental lesbian slip. All women. No. One great conversation and a few beers. Oops! You know what? How'd that happen? A lot of women have what have had experiences with another woman. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people. Like in high school or like college, who? they experiment. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm just. I don't care who. Like, I mean, like yeah. very common. Yeah, it is common. I never did. I know. I know that. I, about I you. don't have any interest. I have nothing against. Because I, I don't think you that. want women or men. <laughs> I think you're. I think you've transcended. I think the, you've transcended spiritually. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think it's cock or vagin that you're interested in anymore. I think it's. I think you're like. I want a better world, and I want the kids to grow up with great spiritual sides of them. And I'm like, yeah, these are amazing. But who's going to give me a 20 minute blowjob? <laughs> Maybe that Russian model who just started following you on Twitter that you got really excited about. She's hot, huh? She'd suck the golf ball out of a garden hose, wouldn't she? <laughs> I'll tell her that. <laughs> That's the thing. So what happens is that you're my life partner, but you don't have any interest in being a sex toy anymore. I lost my sex toy. Where's my fucking sex toy? Where's my sex toy? Where'd it go? I'm busy working because we have a house to pay for. Is she in there anymore? Is she, is she still in there? Hey, Jenna. Hey. 
hey, Jenna Sextoy, come on back. <laughs> come on back, little Sheba. You owe me some shit, buddy. <laughs> you owe me stuff. <clears throat> okay. Wow, we covered a little. How I, we I don't know how to answer your question. Yeah, I don't Other know how to do I'm it either. I'm just very busy. Here's what we had decided on, which I want. How we, before I get into this, how, do we want to do a stop and restart right now? Yeah? Okay. So here's what I think we need. And you promised me this, and you haven't delivered. I know that your life is a new life. You're doing amazing things in your career. You're helping, taking a tremendous amount of responsibility for the world, charity, the kids. And that life has to change. It's not, we're not two 21-year-olds just fucking all day and then going to, going to have pizza at night anymore. That's done. I got it. As much as I wish that it was like that in some ways, it's done. As much as you wish I was giving you sex four to six times a day like I used to, mm-hmm. I right. wish I could fucking get on the couch and like have a Netflix day. Yeah, you deserve that. Or go to bed at seven. Listen, and so here's what I'm saying. Okay, you here's want my deal. pussy, I want a couch. Here's my and deal. neither of us get it. That's right. So boo-hoo. That's right. But here's what I'm trying to say is there's no reason that we all can't get what we want. I said to you, I want periodically to go to a hotel with you and just have hotel day, you know, where we just get away for a day and we just, it's just like old school. It's like old, it's like old times. Okay. It's loving and kissing and I'm the man. And you look at me like you sexy, scrawny, high pitched Jew, get on over here. I'm going to just, I'm going to just get to work. Uh-huh. And I feel like you promised me that and you didn't deliver it. Mm. You said I was, I was owed that. <laughs> okay. And, I don't know whose phone that is. And in return, I think you, you just burp. Have, yeah, I did. <laughs> did burp. Because <clears throat> I feel like this is what it's going to take. Yeah, to let give me it get you. on that hotel day. You wonder why that doesn't happen. Oh, God. Don't get okay. started on that. So I was going to say, you need to have like Netflix day where you just lay and binge and do and eat ice cream and do nothing. I have another burp coming. <laughs> Something about this is really give it, <laughs> really bringing it up on me. It's the idea of me getting real downtime. Yeah, because... Like I have an event I to tonight I'm I, hosting and you're like, you're going to be gone? <laughs> Last night, we were true. at dinner with, with Catherine and Kyle. Yeah. And the kids, Catherine, I haven't seen her in like forever... We come back from going walking to ramen. She and I make some tea. I go, we're gonna go in the backyard and catch up. Why do you get to enjoy yourself? I That's was what joking. he said. I was that because no, no wait, sweetheart. There. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. That was because you never get to, so I was making a joke about that. No yes. that is not oh. how it came off. It came off like I'm that happy. Totally you're doing sounded it. like Jenna. Why the was, fuck do you get to no like joking but still antagonistic? No, because you never get time to yourself. I did Come not on. get that you were being ironic. Give it up. Will you give up that I always say all the time? I I think you are deserved more you time. Yeah, you say that, but then when it comes time for me to actually do something, you it's just... the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. I'm not gonna fucking spend ten hours with my kids. Actions <laughs> speak louder than words. I'm not gonna spend fucking ten hours with my kids. <laughs> I hope everyone knows out there that that is a complete joke because the last no, seven years not. have been very busy for my wife, and I've had weeks You've where never Jenna spent was out of town. Hours with the kids, except you, on our Hawaii vacation. You effing liar! You effing liar! Would you not? Would you give it up that I, maybe not by choice, but because of what happened over the last seven years and how busy you were? 
that I shrill. that I was Johnny on the spot dad, that I was super dad. What's going on in that nugget of yours there, sweetheart? What do you got to say? I just want you to know most a lot of the time there's a babysitter right there helping you. So 10 straight hours alone with your kids doesn't mean with a babysitter. That I paid for. And go. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Okay. Um, <laughs> As a son of a lesbian. So I just, I'm happy that I get to come out. I wish my mom could come be on the podcast. <laughs> I wish my mom could. I blame it on the boogie. My baby's always listen. Wouldn't be a bad thing. I don't get a That's no lie. We spend the night at Frisco. Every kind of disco. From that night I kiss our love goodbye. Don't blame me on the sunshine. Don't blame me on the Oh